Hey, this is Jason Moss, your host for Manufacturing News Network, where we bring you the latest in industry news and trends, as well as introduce you to business leaders that are making things happen. Now, this is a bonus session. We're really excited to be able to bring Ray Bitzel with CartFuse to share some information on, uh, on, uh, on this bonus podcast to be able to cover some of the information we had planned initially in his member spotlight. So if you hadn't seen that, make sure you go back to Manufacturing News Network or the, the Spotlight webpage and you see part one to this where we covered busting B2B and D2C e-commerce myths, as well as um, some information that every business owner and, and officer should know about e-commerce sales tax. That's a big deal. I tell you, I was, you know, take, I got three pages of notes and stuff that I need to make sure that I'm, I'm aware of and I'm going to be passing that around to some folks. So we had some great content already. Uh, we just weren't able to squeeze everything in. We were maybe a little more aggressive than we should have been as far as the planning of this, this content because there's just so much rich information. But we wanted to make sure that we got this, this component to you because it's very important. We promised we'd give it to you and we're going we're gonna to roll that out to you to, to now, but um, but but the topic of this conversation now is um, SEO, search engine optimization. Now, I'm a, I'm a big fan of of making sure that things pop up early, you know, and and when people search for the right things, that they find the right results. And and with that, now again, Ray's information, his introduction, his, he's the president of Cartfuse. And he's a, a active member and participant of the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance, and he's he's given us some great insight and feedback on what we can do as an organization to be more efficient online and through our e-commerce. Uh, but this is another piece that I'm uh, I have seen the results so far in his guidance through SEO. There's a bunch of folks out there that talk about SEO. I mean, that's like that's magic sure. words, search engine optimization. Um, and it means a lot of things to a lot of people. So I'm going I'm to throw this over to you, uh, Ray, and I'd like for you to give me your definition, again, the what you see in business and what matters to manufacturers. What is search engine optimization? What can manufact- What should manufacturers know about it and what could they do about it? Well, do. Well, search engine optimization, uh, it's basically trying to be number one on Google. Everybody wants to be number one on Google, right? There's a difference between being number one on Google organically and a pay-per-click ad. Obviously, everybody knows Google when you go to Google and you have your ads at the top. Mm -hmm. And then right underneath that, uh, then you have your organic search. People that didn't pay for it. The real results. The real results. Absolutely. And it is interesting that uh, two-thirds to three-quarters of all pay-per-click People skip, you know, people just skip over it because they realize that people are paying for those keywords, and eh, it's probably not what they're actually looking for. Okay. So a high percentage, and some reports say it's high as eighty to ninety percent of people skip right over the ads and go right to the organic really? because wow, that's where you have to really do your homework and the, the heavy lifting to be number one on Google. Okay. So that's what it's about. You know, search engine optimization is just being trying to be as high as you possibly can on search engines like, like Google. So let's go way back in the day, right? So when the Yellow Pages guy came knocking on the door, 
I right. remember the yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I do too. I've got a couple archived just for fun. Just to, you know, the Atlanta, you had two sections that were like this thick in the Atlanta yellow pages. <laughs> but, uh, but, but when the yellow pages guy came knocking on the door to sell you advertisement, cause that was all there was right. The, the, the tough part was to pick, well, I mean, maybe it was and maybe it wasn't. For some people, it was tough to figure out exactly what section they wanted to be listed under, right? Yeah. So does that? how does that align with, with SEO and being found for the well, right things? Because I've seen some people that says, hey, man, you can get, you know, you give us $700 and in 30 minutes, your name will be at the top of Google. And that's, you know, what's that up? That is some great snake oil. You know, I got some Fagazis over here, too, that'll do the same thing for you. So uh, here's the funny thing. Um, Google stopped using keywords, and that's where a lot of people come in and say, oh, keywords, keywords. You know, we'll, we'll figure out what your business is doing. We'll stuff your whole website with keywords that you'd be on Google. I've, yeah, I've heard bits and pieces. Yeah, and the only problem with it is Google stopped using keywords 10 years ago. Oh, really? Huh. So 2009, Google stopped using keywords for any of their search engine uh, ratings. So, Hmm. and and so, but, you know, unfortunately, if you don't know it, it sounds like a good thing and you spend all this money and then you wonder why you you don't get, you know, on first page on Google. By the way, if you're on first page with Google, your odds of getting a click are, are quite high. Second page, it drops by at least 50%. And if you're on third page, it drops between 75 and 80%. Hmm. So that's why it's so important to be high on Google. And why do I keep talking about Google? Well, if you're on an Apple device, you're on Google. Uh, if And most people just use Google. And so Google right now is 99% of all mobile searches. And it's about 80 to 85% of all of all other types of searches. Okay. So Google is it. It's if, you, if you're not figuring out what to do on Google, you can focus on Bing and ask G's if you want, but <laughs> probably not going to help you out a whole lot. That's Matt, I like, got a phone number for the Yellow Pages guy if you need that, right? Yeah, exactly. It might be more <laughs> successful that way. So uh, put your money there. So that's so there is no such thing as a quick fix to SEO. When people say I can do it really quick, run. <clears throat> that's just not true. The number one thing for good SEO is content. And here's the interesting thing is that, you know, Google rewards people for doing the right thing. Google wants to be the number one search and they want to keep it that way. Okay. How do they do that? They reward people for making sure that when somebody's searching for something, they come up with the right search. If you're searching for tires and you come up with ice cream, you're probably going to stop using Google. Right. You're searching for tires and you get tire results you like Google. So Google wants to make sure that it's relevant. Mm-hmm. So the number one thing you can do on your website is content. You have to have the right content on your website. Okay. So, but, so yeah, let's break, yeah, let's break content down. Is it like volumes and volumes? When I first got involved and started playing around with websites and they're like, you need to have this daily blog post with 500 words a day and you need to write all these, you know, freaking no. novels to be listed as the, industry thought leader. Actually, that actually might hurt you more than it might help you. And here's why. It's because unless all those blog contents are unique to you, it might actually be hurting you because Google might view that as duplicate content that you've taken it from somebody else's site and hammer your site if you're actually copy pasting the information over. 
Google has algorithms to check for duplicate content. And that is the number one sin that you can make on Google is borrowing somebody else's information. Really? Now there's tweaks to that. You know, if you have a part number, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, uh-huh. you know, obviously, and if somebody else is selling the same part, Google doesn't hammer you on that because they know it's a product page. But if it's just general content, yeah, Google will definitely find that. And so content, let's talk about content for a second. Um, Content is text, titles, and pictures. Uh, And so people say, I got a lot of text. Do you really? And because what I mean by that is that a lot of people will put text on their website, but it's actually a picture of text. Uh People can't read pictures. You have to actually have the text in the code so Google can read it. it. Well, that's logical. And so, and then if you have a picture, great. But then the file name of your picture can't be IMG underscore 0233 because Google really doesn't know what IMG is. Uh, Mm. You know, you have to change the file name to, you know, hey, this is a part for the HVAC, one, two, three, four, five, et cetera. You have to explain what that is. And if you do it correctly, then you know, it's kind of interesting when you do Google search, you wonder why some of the photos show up because somebody else has taken the time to actually title that photo the right way. So the photo shows up. Interesting. I've got feedback from a lot of the, a lot of the folks in GMA um, that when they, when they Google their name, either the two things that pop up most often is their LinkedIn profile and GMA, their, their profile on GMA often pops up above their LinkedIn profile on Google. And they're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, well, apparently you had your name with your photo <laughs> when you put that in. Well, and the other <laughs> thing too is that kudos to you. Actually, the name is uh, something called an H1 title in your code. Okay. So an H1 title is something that's, that's the main headline. And for that particular page or profile, the name is H1. So you're telling Google, this is the most important thing that I want you to read uh, on this page, and it just happens to be a name. Right. And so Sally like, Smith. Sally Smith is going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. So, uh, so there's H one, two, three, four, five, and so you're prioritizing the text now. Like everything else, you just can't put everything as an H one title. It <laughs> limits the amount of text that you can put. If you put 200, 500, 600 characters in your H one title. It's not hit. Google's smart enough to figure that out. It understands that you're scamming it. So right. 50, 60 characters at the most, usual for an H1 title. And uh, it, it gets the job done. Interesting. So uh, let's, you know, more about text. So we have, or content, you have text, you have pictures. That's great. H1 titles. You mentioned blog posts. So let's go back to that real quickly. Okay. Blog posts are, they are important. They really are because it is more content that Google can read. Hmm. However, it's important how you put that blog post in there. If you put your blog post in as a Word document or a PDF or something like that, Google can't read it. That's just the way it is. You actually physically have to put the text into the code where Google can read it. Right. And then, of course, then the content has to be original. But as long as you take the time and do a good white paper, blog, whatever, talking about your products and services, you're fine. And you know what? A couple paragraphs is a lot more than three pages worth of just fluff. Yeah, gibberish. Yeah. 
Exactly. And what a, a lot of people do, by the way. So, yeah. uh, so that's where all content comes through. So if you have content, content is the number one driver. And what about frequency? I mean, how often should you update parts of I mean, because I know some people that have put a website up five years ago and it is exactly the same today. <laughs> as yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's a great question. And, um, you know, like with anything else, there's not one paintbrush that you can put onto that. But we recommend at least once a month, every other month at a minimum, just going online and making a change. Since we okay. focus on primarily e-commerce, it's really easy us easy for us to do that because you're always updating product descriptions. Updating new products. Updating products. So an e-commerce site is a heck of a lot more easy to, uh, to maintain that relevancy. Okay. And Google, by the way, does check uh, when is the last time that you've done an update as well. So uh, if your rating is really high, but you don't keep your website fresh, uh, Google will kind of penalize you and your, your position will start to, uh, you know, increase. You know, you'll bump from first page to second page just because you did not update your website over okay. time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so, so SEO as it relates to e-commerce. You know, yeah. like you, you touched on that is, is if you're doing product updates or you're adding product regularly, that, that benefits your SEO because it shows activity on your website, right? Right. Okay. And so if, if a store, does it matter where that activity lands, if it's in the store or if it's on the, you know, the, the basic, you know, home pages or, you know, the blog post mm-hmm. or does just any activity on your site count? Usually any activity counts because that shows that you're actively updating the site. Google checks, uh, you know, just when is the last day of, of any change. Okay. And so a change is a change for the most part. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you, you're, you're fine. But when it comes to updating the site, you know, that's the good news of it is if, if you just want to, you know, take five years to update it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's still, you know, kind of a lower priority in the whole scheme of things. Content's number one, uh, you know, and then after that, actually, you know, we talked about, you know, blog content, things like that, but that's just all content. Right. Uh, the second thing is actually backlinks and okay. backlinks are really important. So let me describe what the heck a backlink is for people that don't understand it. It's when another website says, Hey, I think that this website over here is the best thing since sliced bread and I want you to see it. And they put a link on their website back to your website. But the website doing the, the pointing to your website, if they're Yelp, that really doesn't help you a whole lot because you know what? Uh, you can buy that backlink. Okay. So, but if you're on a really high level, uh, if, if uh, you're, I don't know, let's say, uh, uh, well, a good example of us would be Avalara. Avalara is a very, very highly rated website. Their search engine rating performance, their CERT is really high. So when you talk about taxes, they're the second highest rated tax website uh, out there in the United States. Okay. They're really high. So if that company, that website decides to link back to your website, ooh, that really helps your company a whole lot because the the number one guy basically said, Yep, we trust this guy. Huge, absolutely huge. But here's the snake oil again, because you talked about before all these guys calling and says, hey, I can get you on Google at top number one. 
another thing that they try to do is say, I'm going to get you all these backlinks. I can get you 600 backlinks to a website in about 30 minutes. All you do is just have to contact all these companies and, oh, yeah, we'll add your backlink. We'll add your website, blah, blah. Google knows who those people are. You don't, you're not going to get any credit for putting 600 backlinks to your website. Now, you may get some visits with that. You know, somebody might find you. That's okay. Great. But if you're looking for purely Google rating, once again, you just wasted your money. Yeah. There are no quick fixes to SEO, period. And Google rewards the hardest things to do. Content and backlinks, they are the hardest things to do. So therefore, they're going to reward it the most. What about video and SEO? What's uh, the, how does that that's, fit in content? Excellent. You know what? Um, video really doesn't help SEO per se. Okay. However, videos, customers love videos. You know, especially this generation where they want to swipe left and right for everything. Nobody wants to read anything. (laughs) And so it's good to bullet point, keep everything concise and still have the content. But you have to kind of have both, I think, nowadays. You have to have the content and text to drive people there, but you still have to have engaging design. And that's where the video comes in. So I think you have to have video. Uh, So it's not for SEO, but it's just good for your customer. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So specifically for manufacturers, what are the like two or three things that they need to be looking at their site to ensure that they're doing some of the right things? If you, if you had three bullet points, what are like, what are the three bullet points? Anybody's got a website, you know, again, I lean towards the manufacturing space, obviously, but any man, any business, what are the, the three things you need to most focus on that you can, that you can engage? Well, I mean, obviously uh, we'll go back to content, but there's three things definitely should focus on, on the things that you can manage yourself. I think those are the things we'll focus on because obviously if you're a manufacturer and you're not an IT person, you're probably not going to focus on backlinks, right? Right. So what are the three things that, you know, anybody that can to do out there to really help their uh, SEO content is still one of the things that they can do. So that's still number one. However, there's something called um, meta page titles and meta page descriptions. So when you go to Google, the title of the page that comes up and then the little small print underneath it, okay. the blue title is called page title. <laughs> okay. And the description underneath it, page description. Hmm. You have to have every single page must have a description. And that's within your website. So most people... It should be relatively easy for them to go in there and make sure that they actually have good descriptions and meta page title, page title. It can't be any more than eh, 50 to 60 characters. If you're longer than that, it rolls off. Google doesn't like it. So there you go. And then the page description should be roughly no more than about 160 characters. It'll roll off. So a lot of the descriptions you'll see where there's three dots after it on Google that's because they didn't understand to keep it to 160 characters. Okay. And um, and we can, you know, if anybody wants anything with SEO, they can help us out, but or we can help them out. But uh, there's so much information that's available online to where we company um, can we can understand what's going on with our competitors, what they're doing. So, kind of wrap that up is updating the titles and descriptions are necessary. However, you know, it's, it's nice to use some of the right content for that as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one customer that was basically selling, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like surgical components. And they actually used the wrong terminology that what everybody uses to search for surgical components. And uh, just changing that word from X to Y made a huge difference on what their uh, SEO performance was because it was reading the title. So it does matter what goes into that title uh, and it has to be to that popular search. So uh, there are some easy things that everybody can do. And those are definitely the top three page title descriptions and content. If you do those things, you're, you're on your way. Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's good stuff, Ray. I really appreciate your time today and sharing this insight with us. We are going to put a, a link on the manufacturing news network in the, in the, uh, show notes from this podcast will link back to the showcase uh, that we've done for Ray here, um, member, member spotlight rather. Um, And, and we're going to put some white papers on Ray's provided some white papers. They'll be up within the next day or so that you can go back in and and read through the show notes. If you know, if you, if you weren't able to take notes quite fast enough, we'll be able to provide some of those to you and some, some of those. But uh, if somebody's got questions about e-commerce, some of the sales tax as it relates to e-commerce that we talked about on the previous call uh, or SEO. What is the best way for folks to get a hold to you, Ray? Give us a phone call at 404-737-7919 or just go to our LinkedIn page. You can reach us there. Uh, You can reach us even through the GMA page as well, the Partner Spotlight GMA page. Uh, We're really easy to reach. So uh, uh, give us a call. Been a great call, Ray. I really appreciate again all your time. It's been another great day at GMA. We'll see, we'll catch you guys on upcoming podcasts and see you at upcoming events. Thanks. All right, thanks. Take, I care. Appreciate it. All right, take care.